You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. In the last Pros and Praise Pages newsletter, which is my newsletter, if you have not already subscribed, hit the link in the show notes and be sure that you do so. But in the last Pros and Praise Pages newsletter, I mentioned that I knew my word of the year, but I wasn't ready to share it just yet, but now I'm ready. So my word for 2022 is confidence. And I wanted to take time to define confidence for myself before I shared. So that kind of led to my delay a little bit. And I'll share my definition with you. But first, I want to get into the power punch of the week and just talk about how we can set up our word of the year and set up our year in general. So let's get into it. First, I want to set a little foundation. The concept of a word of the year may be new to some of you. And so a word of the year is one of an anchor, a word you both have hope will transform you and ground you. For example, my word for 2020 was prepared. Now, as you know, nothing could have prepared me for a global pandemic yet. Having that as my word during that time shifted what being prepared meant for me. When I faced a trial or things weren't really going my way, you know what I'm saying, or not how I expected, I started to go from I wish I was prepared to this will get me prepared for the future. In 2021, my word was permission. And so as I continue my therapy journey and shifted my mindset, Having permission as my anchor word reminded me that I have permission to feel like I don't got to be tough all the time, you know, and I have permission to make decisions. So even the seemingly wrong decisions, I have the permission to make them to stumble, to mess up, to not be perfect. And it's a word that has helped me so much this year to live less with less limits. Like I really didn't limit myself as much this year and even in the moments when I did it was the thought of like don't forget you have permission in that moment or you did forget you have permission to make a a different choice in that moment why is that like it was a it was always a check for me to be able to check in with myself it was a checkpoint and I was able to to live in a way that removes certain limits because I allowed myself permission to exist within a limitless space and so this week I want you to come up with your word for 2022 if you have not already. Write it down and define it for yourself. Typically, I will go into prayer and ask, God, what word should I be using to help me be guided through this next year? And most um for 2020 and 2021, I prayed and I got the word. It wasn't nothing really like spooky or crazy or like alarm prayer just happened and then boom, I got it. This year, I actually didn't pray at all. I seen like a tweet on Twitter. This girl was talking about her word of the year. 
And as I read it, literally mom popped into my head and I was like, that's it. Like I, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that that was my word. So if, as I was even describing the word of the year concept and what that means, if a word came into your head, that's likely it. But praying about it always helps. So that is the power punch of the week. Write down your word of the year and then define it for yourself. As I stated, my word of the year is confidence. I defined confidence as exerting, emoting, and demonstrating power from within based on the power I am afforded in Christ. I'll read my definition one more time. Exerting, emoting, and demonstrating power from within based on the power I am afforded in Christ. So there is a traditional definition to confidence because it was a word before I decided it was my word. (laughs) So the traditional definition is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, a firm trust. My definition is important because there's movement to it and there's God to prove it. When you think about just words in life, right? They were created under a certain context in a certain country for a certain thing to describe a certain thing. And so the important piece, which is why I mentioned in the power punch, as you choose your word to define it for yourself is because it makes it personal to you. If you're going to write down something and you're going to define it, My hope is that we hold on to these words. And as we ask God to reveal things to us because of this word, we got to make it personal because I want God to reveal some personal stuff to me. I want him to do some personal things. I want personal miracles. I want personal revelation. Okay. I want personal relationships to be expanded upon. And so I have to have a personal working definition of the word that I'm going to be angering myself in for the entire year. Have you ever seen somebody that was good at something like they pick up a pencil and they firmly trust that they can draw? Like we've all seen it. Like we know people that we just believe without a shadow of a doubt that they can do something. The saddest thing is when a person can trust in a thing, but they aren't really confident about it. If you trust that you can draw when you're called to use your gift, you don't. Are you really confident? With traditional confidence, it often lives and dies based on the extent of ourselves. But y'all know we flaky. Y'all know we phony. And y'all know we are unreliable. Like that's just point blank and period. There is no getting around it. We are some phonies. We're fake. And so I won't have full confidence in me all the time because the extension of me runs out. It is short. And so I shaped my definition of confidence to live and die based on the power I am afforded in Christ. That's why that's in there. I can't afford to bet on me, but I can afford to bet on God. If he tells me to go for something, I can be confident that it'll work. If he tells me not to do something, I can be confident that he knows best. What usually happens is that we start to think about 
our limitations, Moses, and we start to think about how we can't do something, why we don't want to do something, why we don't see the benefit of something, Jonah, how we're too old for something, Abraham. We start to think about all of those things of ourselves and that makes us not confident. But at the base, at the root, if we are confident in Christ and the power that we have because of him, we truly can do everything. The word literally says it. And so I put God in my definition and then I put movement in my definition, motion. There are three different motions that I have exerting, emoting and demonstrating power that goes beyond trusting that I have power and deciding to use it. With the word exerting, I chose that because it's recognizing that it's going to take mental and physical effort to be more confident than I am now. It's going to take some work. okay? and I have grown leaps and bounds in my confidence in being able to share and being able to care and being able to talk out loud, even in recording the show, all type of things. Right. I have grown so much, but I'm going to have to exert more energy, more force, more concentration if I'm going to get to the confidence that I truly want to be in and truly be in that place of fully actualizing the power that I have because of Christ. So exerting is a piece of motion that I added to my definition that is not in the traditional definition. Another thing that I thought was important to add was the word emoting, which can be defined as portraying confidence and not to be afraid to show it. Y'all know it's been times when I'm super confident, but because I don't want to appear too confident to other people, I have dimmed my light. The result isn't just dimming of light, it's dimming of faith. And that's crazy. Dimming faith because of some other people, because you worried about how if you emote your confidence and how you feel and how you want to move and the good news that you know is coming your way and you emote that, you worry about what other people going to say? Mm-mm, that ain't it. That's not what we're doing. And so I want to outwardly express my confident moments. If I keep them to myself, if I don't emote them, it, it does not signal to God that I'm ready. It doesn't give hope and faith to other people. And I taint my memory of the moment. And I start to think, oh, maybe I wasn't confident for when that happened. Shout out to God for making that pop off. I wasn't even confident he was going to come through. You were, but you were so worried about how other people were going to perceive your confidence that you tainted your moment. It's something different. When you think about David and him having literally no armor like everybody else he had a slingshot he had what he knew and he had confidence in that and he was able to do something that has never been done because of the confidence that he had and he wasn't too worried people were probably was looking at him all types of crazy when he didn't wear Saul's armor and he didn't care he didn't wear it anyway Saul looked at him crazy you know what I'm saying and he did not wear it anyway he wore his confidence and that allowed him to get the win. We talked about wins last week. And so I want to outwardly express my confident moments by emoting them. And that further solidifies the confidence that I have. 
And the last word that I thought was an important piece of motion that I wanted to add to my definition was demonstrate, which I defined as clearly show the existence of by giving proof or evidence. Clearly show the evidence of by giving proof or evidence. Like, what? What? So if the traditional confidence is simply believing the existence of a truth, i.e. I can draw, my definition as a new layer by choosing to give evidence or proof to that truth. The proof is me drawing and showing the people that I drew something. Okay, so it's going that extra layer beyond. It's going that extra step to making that thing happen. So if I have confidence that God will use this platform to impact the lives of other people, I have to demonstrate that by showing up and giving of myself. It's not enough to just sit in my room and be like, yeah, God gonna use power and pros. I really believe that. Like, that's the truth. He's really gonna do it. I gotta demonstrate that. How do I know? What's the proof? What's the evidence? Based on my example, I hope you have a clearer picture on how you can choose your word and make it personal to you. When I think about confidence, when I think about using my voice, when I think about how I want to show up, it's a little bit different. And I know the moments when I was kind of confident, but I really ain't push all the way in. I know when I'm doing that. And that's a personal thing to me, right? You wouldn't be able to tell me that. There's no way that you will know. And the same thing with your word. With your word, the traditional definition that exists on Oxford or Webster and Google It will not be tailored to your unique experiences, your blind spots, and your weak moments of faith. And so what I'm challenging us to do is to think of a word that's going to anchor us. And that alone is something different. That alone is something non-traditional. People are not anchored to stuff nowadays. People move with the wind. They do what they want to do. I am asking you to choose one word. That you can come back to as an anchor that you can be rooted in for the entirety of the year. And apply it to you based on your vision for the year. Your dreams, your goals, the things that God has said to you, the stuff that you're believing in. Your vision for the year is so attainable. Like I think sometimes we write down goals and we write them down just thinking it ain't gonna happen like it was like I don't even know why I'm bothering writing this right now and we know that storms are gonna hit and I think that that is why we automatically start to count things out but your vision for the year is attainable even with the storms of life we just need an anchor to draw us back to the vision and back to God and that is what the word of the year does for us. We start to see how our word is alive in scripture. We start to hear it more in certain songs. We see it in tweets and Instagram posts. You start to write it down more and more. And as you do it, as it shows up, and as you show up based on the definition that you wrote that's personal to you, you start to see things. You start to move things and things start to happen to you and for you because
because you're anchored and you're rooted in something. You have an acute focus. And don't, you cannot take focus for granted. When you are focused on something, when you see it, you start to believe it. When you believe it, it gets actualized. You have evidence and proof. And that fuels your faith. And you do it again and again and again and again. There is no way with the word prepared in the most unprepared year ever. Should I even be talking about writing a word of the year again if something didn't pop off and happen for me? And because it was personal to me, I got to be prepared in so many different ways. And I got to realize the ways that I already was prepared in so many different ways that had nothing to do with the pandemic. It had nothing to do with being able to control things. Being prepared looked different than control. And that's how it looked years prior. And so you start to shift your mindset, your relationship with the father, your relationship with other people, all based on one word, one definition, one belief, one faith moment after the other. So get you a word. Your word becomes your God said. Your word becomes your anchor. Your word becomes your belief when it's like, now what is the point of this? It's like, all right, well, this helps me to be confident. Or, well, if this going to work, I have to be confident that it's going to happen, that it's going to pop off, right? Like you start to tailor your situation and your reaction to things that happen based on this word. You hold on to it. So the power tool for this week is simple. Write the vision and make it plain. God has a plan for you. Let his vision anchor you. As you think about that vision, write your word, define your word, hold on to your word. That's it. That is all. It seems like a tall order, but it really isn't. You already know what the thing is. I'm just asking you to commit to it to voice it and to make it real confidence is key so my word is confidence but I want you to have confidence in the fact that as you choose your word things will actually happen and people will be able to tell and they'll wonder why and you'll know you'll be able to attribute it to something because you have focused the entire year on this one thing And you'll see how God focuses in on you and in different areas of your life based on this one word. Multiplication in various areas based off this one word, this one definition, holding on to this one thing, being rooted in this one word. So write the vision, y'all. Make it plain. I know that this next year is going to be powerful. And I'm excited to be walking on this journey with you. If you want to be sure that we walk a little bit deeper and you have not already yet subscribed to the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter, be sure that you do so via the link in the show notes. It is a newsletter that I send out to all the cool kids with different scriptures. I have gratitude moments that I share, a note from me, and just different things that are inspiring me. If I have different Bible plans that I complete that I suggest for you guys, sermons, words I also do different writing prompts in there and so be sure that you subscribe via the link in the show notes also if 
you are a lover and a listener of the show and you want to leave your girl a review, I would love you all the more. You can do so via Apple Podcasts and just leave me a review. Leave me five stars and I would greatly appreciate it and it helps to get the message out to other people. I am rooting for each and every one of you. If you choose to share your word with me, I would love that. <laughs> you can email me at powerandpros at gmail.com. I'm on the other side of the email. I respond to every email and I would love to send an agreement with you for your word. Pray with you about your word and about your 2022. There is hope on the other side of this year. I think that a lot of people, I've seen people talk about not wanting to claim that the next year is their year because of the past two years. I'm speaking against that. Confidence is key. That is the title of this episode, not just because it's my word, but because that is the truth. Confidence is key. If you're confident that you're going to see some breakthrough in this next year, you're going to see breakthrough in this next year. If you're confident that some chains are going to be removed in this next season, you'll see chains removed in this next season. If you are confident that you'll see an act of God touch your life in a way that you've never seen before, that you'll learn a new characteristic about him and yourself in a way that you've never seen before, it will happen. Confidence is key. So don't be scared. Don't be scared. Proclaim what you want to see. Ask God for the vision. If it is scary, it's it. You don't want to be complacent. You don't want to be compliant. You want to continue to move forward, to push the needle, to go for bigger and to go for better. And you have to be confident right here, right now, before you even get what the thing is, before you get the vision, before you decide on the word, before you write your definition, that it's going to be worth it, that there's going to be powerful breakthrough and release on the other side. If you don't believe that right here and right now, listen, it's going to be a little harder to see what it is you want to see, right? And so you want to have confidence in this moment in time before you even start to move. Before you ask Pharaoh to let the people go, you got to be confident that God's going to come through based on what he said. It starts here at the burning bush before you start to walk with that staff and tell people what to do. I love you guys. Remember that there is power in your prose and to profess your power each and every day. There is no small moment. There's no ill thing that's popping off in your life right now. Everything that is happening is happening with intention. And it is sent by God. I'm rooting for you. I love you. And I can't wait to hear about y'all's words. Catch you next week. Bye.